Hello and welcome again. Yeah, we are still in the kingdom of darkness. That's right. We're still learning about this wonderful presence of the Lord that this king of the darkness was kicked out of. Remember the story? Lucifer, the great archangel, who became prideful from all of his beautiful glory, got kicked out of the presence of God, separated from him, sent into death, exile. Here on earth, we got to deal with him. And I was teaching on the very presence of the Lord that he got kicked out of and he lost and that all of us lost as well until we get born again and come back into the presence. Here in this Garden of Eden, spiritually, is his presence. Not where your physical body is, no matter what galaxy, star system, or wherever you are physically. That's not the Garden of Eden, the presence of God. So here in the kingdom of darkness we're working through, because we have to learn about Satan, our adversary, and his kingdom, his government. Darkness means ignorance. Mm-hmm. confusion, bewitchment, perversion, iniquity, twisting. Here in number 18, we were working through some scriptures that was teaching us about what is the presence of the Lord so we could understand what Satan lost and us, the forever person. When we are not born again, And back into the very presence of God, what we have lost in our unsaved condition. Yeah. You see this kingdom of darkness on earth and all the wickedness, evilness, murders, abuse, perversions, pollutions, spilling of blood in wars. That's the kingdom of darkness. That is an outbreathing of your soul. And your spirit, your thoughts and your beliefs. That's what Satan is. Perverts everything that's good. Hates everything that's true. Tries to pervert and twist everything. So what may have been good becomes evil. And what is evil becomes good. We see that in words and truths being twisted and perverted. So here we're going to pick up in some scriptures that we were working through of the presence of the Lord. But first, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you again for being with us through your Holy Spirit to teach us wherever we are, whatever planet, solar system we are on with the Garden of Eden. Father, we know you can be in more places at any time. You don't, you're not restricted by time and space. Father, thank you that your words are coming to our spirit. You're educating us and teaching us, helping us to understand you and your presence to know what we lost and what we can learn about you. So continue to teach us. Here in this series, 
called The Kingdom of Darkness. Number 18. Be with us now through your Holy Spirit as you teach us and help us to understand you, ourselves, and our spiritual enemy, Satan, and how we understand what the spiritual presence of you, the Lord, is. In the name of Christ Jesus, your son, who came to us in dirt form, went to a cross sacrificed his own life of spirit, soul, and physical body for us so we could be reconciled, redeemed back to you as your children in the kingdom of light, the kingdom of heaven, and out of the slavery and vexation and hopelessness and ignorance of the kingdom of darkness and Satan. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. We had been working through some wonderful scriptures. We had just finished up one in Exodus 34. And we were working through verses 5 through 7. But we got taken off. I'm going to read verse 5 to you. And we'll pick up. Verse 5 of Exodus 34, 5 through 7, from the authorized King James Bible. Verse 5, this was Moses talking to us. And the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with Moses there and proclaimed, spoke, announced, decreed the name of the Lord. When a name is decreed, it means your nature, your essence, your identity, who you are, what you do. So he said the name of the Lord was proclaimed. Verse number six. And the Lord passed by Moses and proclaimed and spoke and announced and decreed to Moses, the Lord The Lord God, merciful and gracious, full of favor, long-suffering, and abundant in goodness and truth. If you take that definition, Satan will use it. He will say, I'm a Lord. That means owner. I got a kingdom. I have servants and I have children. I'm a God. That means I create things. I'm merciful if you obey me. Did you know Satan once a year, like New Year's Eve, he will provide some forgiveness for some people. If you study the mafias, you will learn mercy comes, but you will obey or you die or your family dies. I'm gracious. I got a lot of grace. Boy, but you got to obey. I'm full of favor. I got lots of things you want. Oh, you want them? Just have to obey. I'm long suffering. I wait a long time before I fulfill my honor. I'll give you chances. And then they run out. And I'm abundant in goodness and truth. I'm telling you the truth. You're in my kingdom. You do it my way or you die. 
I have to lie to you like a politician, I'll do that. My truth may not be the truth. My goodness may not be what you want, but I'm goodness. I'm full of truth, my truth. It's all perverted and twisted in Satan's heart and mind. Now we go to Numbers 14, 17 through 21. Also from the authorized King James Bible. Verse number 17 of the presence of the Lord. So what have we learned so far about the presence? Presence means his nature. His outbreathing. What is his personality, as you would call it? What's his mental state? What's his body like? So we learned, first, he's the Lord. That means owner. He's a God. He's a creator. Self-sustaining. He's full of mercy. What's that? Forgiveness. And gracious. I'll honor you. I'll have pity on you. Full of favor, ask anything of me. I'm long-suffering. I wait. And I'm abundant. That means overflowing in goodness. What's goodness? That would be a good study. And truth. What's truth? That would be another good study. Numbers 14, 17 through 21. Verse 17, and now I, Moses, petition you, beseech you, pray of you. Let the power of my Lord be great, according as you have spoken, saying, verse 18, the Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy. Forgiving iniquity and transgression. And by no means clearing the guilty. By visiting the iniquity, the sin of the fathers upon the children. Unto the third and fourth generation of those who go after other gods. And serve and worship them instead of you. Moses was praying for his people. Asking God to be long-suffering with them. And to have great mercy. And forgiving their iniquity. And their transgressions. Saying, please clear the guilty. Don't visit their sins on their children that the fathers had done. Don't go down three and four generations to those who have gone after other gods to serve them and worship them instead of you. That was a powerful prayer. Moses was Born into the Jewish nation. is of the Levi family. They were designated the priest of the Lord. Until Judah 
could come up. But he was taken into Egypt and taught to read and write, saw the other gods, saw the influence. When you're a slave in another nation, you will worship whatever the rulers worship or you die. So Moses was pleading for his people and for this God who said he's merciful and gracious and full of favor to fulfill that in these people's lives. Verse 19. Pardon. I beseech you. I pray to you. I petition you, Lord, that the iniquity, the sins, the transgressions of this people, that was Israel, who had come out of Egypt, and those that have been brought out of Egypt and who are now born again, free unto you now, forgive their iniquities and sins. Verse 20. And the Lord said unto Moses, I have pardoned according to your word, Moses. Will God answer your prayers for others? Like this. This was the special relationship Moses had with this God. This God was not even inside yet of Moses. Do you have that kind of relationship with this God of the Bible? Pastor Deborah studied Moses, studied God to find out what this was like. Moses was a early example of the relationship between Christ Jesus, the Son of God, having the Holy Spirit in him and his Father. Verse 20. And I, the Lord, have pardoned according to your word, Moses. Can you talk to God like this? Well, he forgive people's sins and their children if you pray and ask the presence of the Lord is so wonderful powerful Lucifer had this ability he was to protect his job was to protect the presence of the Lord from sin and sinners Lucifer had by authority of God the keys to hell death and the grave He was the keeper of the keys. He was to protect the very presence of God, which he got kicked away from. Verse 21. But as truly as I live, the Lord is saying, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. What's the glory? His mercy, his long-suffering, his goodness, his truth, his graciousness. That's what he's talking about. His pardoning, his forgiving, his mercy, his agape love. He's wanting all of that to fill the earth. Your physical body, your soul, your spirit, your planet, your galaxy your star system, with this glory of the Lord. 
the very presence of God. It's here in the garden. He wants that on your planet, in your spirit, in your soul, and out even in nature itself. Now we go to Psalms 31, 19. This was written by King David. Also in the authorized King James Bible. Verse 19. Oh, how great is your goodness. That goes back to what he's going to do for Moses with the people. And how he wants his glory in all the earth. Which you have laid up for them that fear, respect, obey you and love you. God had a problem with us and you wherever you are. We turned when we fell from his grace and disobeyed. We became Satan's property and children. We didn't respect God. We didn't want anything to do with God. We made God animals and half people. We worshiped other things spiritually. We fell into darkness and didn't know who he was anymore. We left him because of ignorance and darkness. And now because Satan is the keeper of those who sin, we're under him. Until we get born again through death on a cross. Which you have brought and stored up for. Have for them that trust in you before the sons of everybody. He is saying your goodness is so great. You have laid it up, stored it up, have it prepared for us. If we trust you. And it will be seen wherever we are before all on our planet. Life, nature, the clouds, the animals, the wind, the dust, the earth, even all of Satan's kingdom itself will know about your great goodness through us. King David went on in another song. Psalm 72, 19. Verse 19 said, And blessed be his glorious name, his nature, his essence, his image, his likeness, his being, his character forever. What is that? Goodness and mercy. Mm-hmm. That's his, his name, Lord. What are we learning? David is saying, blessed be that, his glorious name, Lord. Blessed be his nature, full of goodness and mercy. Blessed be his essence of love. Blessed be his image and likeness, his character forever. And let the whole earth, wherever you are, it's called earth, your planet, be filled With his glory. Amen and amen. Wow. Can you say that? Do you want to see God's glory. Throughout the land. Of every spirit being. Do you want Satan and his demons. To even believe in them. 
lot of people don't even believe they're real. They believe in ancestors or another God that looks like a quarter of a moon or a star. They worship statues and men and animals. Now that's what Egypt was to the Israelites, a land of other gods. And they had forgotten the gods of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Joseph. And they were there 400 and something years. They forgot this God. And it took Moses and God doing battle together as partners to set them free. They got out in the wilderness. They were still creatures of the flesh. They moaned and groaned and have any food to eat, no water to drink. And God had to take care of that. He couldn't even talk to them about spiritual things. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, Moses was different. And when I began to study the presence of God, I asked God to help me understand Moses. I wanted to be in the presence of God, relationship like God, and Moses had. That was my desires, not to be like the others. So here we're learning God's nature, his presence, his essence was goodness and mercy. His character. So the very presence of the Lord means his Likeness, his image, his being, his nature, his essence, his name, his character. It's all full of mercy and goodness and truth. Forgiveness. And that is what Satan fell from. Lucifer became prideful. He wanted to be God himself and not bow to this Christ Jesus. And he didn't want to bow to anything but himself. He is a great representative. Satan can be seen in Sauron, in the Lord of the Rings. Many of our earthly kings and politicians, Mm -hmm. they have the same nature and image of Satan. Satan means the adversary of God. So Satan fell from this image. And this motion video from Pixabay kind of shows us God's image. God talking to us. Mm -hmm. So it will help you. God's a talking God. We see that with Moses. But Lucifer was kicked out of this presence. And he became twisted perverted even before he fell because his thoughts had been perverted so we are learning much about the presence of the lord that lucifer lost and all of us lost as well until a young man came back so we could be birthed anew into the presence he would come and work through certain people like Moses, and he would teach us about himself through Moses, but he couldn't have that intimate, spiritual, personal relationship with any of us yet because our spirits were traitors. 
they still belonged to the kingdom of darkness. And until a debt was paid to the law of the kingdom of heaven, to God himself, a sacrifice and death, because the commandment was, you you break my law, you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, Adam, you will surely die. So the surely die part had to occur. Christ Jesus came to fulfill that and birth us anew if we just believed in him. So the presence of the Lord is powerful. We have to study what we lost, fell from, is not in. So we can begin to understand why our spirits are always seeking love, power, authority, goodness. Why we want to be kings and royalty, princesses and prince. Why we want to be something. We don't know why, but we're driven. The presence of the Lord is the very presence we're to be living in and be a child of this God of goodness and mercy. Mm -hmm. So you be encouraged as you learn about the presence of the Lord here in the garden. You will see his mercy and goodness. It can touch you out there in that other world. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And the world of the physical earth or planet, wherever you're on. That's not the presence of God. Uh So we got to study. You go look up these scriptures. And you start studying and learning who this Lord is. What is his nature like? What is it like to be in his presence? What is his goodness and mercy? Now, Satan has taken all of that, perverted it, twisted it for his kingdom of ignorance to enslave you spiritually, enslave your mind, your thoughts and concepts and your body to do his bidding, whether you want to or not. He starts with the children. He uses abuse and alcohol and drugs and lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, the pride of life. He uses money, greed, corruption, lying, deception, anything to control you. So you won't have any clue about him and what he's trying to do. And his job is still the same. Keep you spiritually out of the presence of the Lord, of goodness and mercy. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your teaching. Thank you for Moses and King David, for they are our teachers as well. Thank you for speaking to them, that we may learn about your presence, that we have been not allowed in, except in the garden. Sometimes we know, Father, you show up in our dreams. And you're trying to help us. Father, we know you desire us to be in your presence. To come home to the garden while we're still alive physically. So that one day we can return upon our earthly death. To the kingdom of heaven. High in the third heaven where you are. 
Thank you for teaching us about the presence of the Lord through scriptures and showing us what Lucifer lost and was kicked out of and how that beauty became a beast, twisted, perverted, evil, and wicked, and how we can learn to compare him and his presence and the kingdom of darkness to you and your presence. Help us to become your children, born again through the cross, belief in your son, Christ Jesus. Help us, Father, through a new birth, a spiritual circumcision from the soul of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Help us to come into your presence without fear and to learn about you and to see your greatness and your mercy and to feel your presence in our spirit forevermore. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, I'll see you in the next part of the presence of the Lord. When we finish that, we'll get back to the book, The Kingdom of Darkness, and learn more about Satan and that kingdom. This is just what he got kicked out of. So we will know how far he fell and humanity as well. All right. See you again. Bye. You guys get home safe. Angels help them when it's time. Bye.